1: Visit redcrossblood.org slash our to make an appointment now. Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't
4: know y'all been <laughs>
5: Like a million oh, bucks, bucks, things in its cubs If y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey oh, yeah. Everybody out
0: there listening to me
5: mm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey Put your hands and together for oh, to Steve Harvey Listen Steve Harvey, where am I from? No, Listen Steve Harvey, why don't you join oh, yeah, yeah, me yeah, me? Yeah.
6: Come on, do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Got a radio show because God in the blessing business. Got a radio show because God is in the forgiving business. Got a radio show because God will let you turn your life around business. Got a radio show because God know better than you know. Yeah. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Didn't see it coming, but he did. I'm going to uh, share with you today um, a principle of success. Um, you know, it's, it's important that we get our lives together. It, I mean, it really, really is. You know, the hereafter is exactly what it says, is the hereafter. And hopefully for the majority of us, it's quite a ways off. So what about how you live in today? How about now? You know, I often talk to talk, talk in the morning about your relationship with God. That can never change. That is at the forefront and 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 the the, um, the best thought process that I can give you. And I know who I'm talking to on the radio. I'm I'm talking to a lot of people, man, um, who out there just not sure. And I'm talking to a lot of people out there, man, that's trying to pull it together. In other words, you know, I'm talking to a lot of people like myself. Uh, there is a principle of success that is out there that if more people understood one of the basic, this is just one of, one of the basic principles of success, you would have more success in your life. And that principle is this. The more people you help become successful, the more successful you become. Well, the more people you help become successful, the more successful you become because you are, are practicing Helping you, and as you do unto others, then it's done unto you. You know, um, you 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 build relationships when you do that. People forget in success there has to be relationships. There is no one person in this world who is just successful all on their own. You are successful, and successful people form relationships, and you've got to really coddle these relationships. You've got to nurture these relationships. They don't just happen. You don't just get cool with people just cause you cool. No, you've got to do some cool things to these people and for these people, for these people to be cool with you when you need some cool. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but that's the best way I can tell it to you. I'm just regular. You know, I'm j- I just speak like that. This, this is an important principle to put into your life. The more people you help become successful, the more successful you become. You can Look, you have to say to people, hey, look, I've done that. This is what you got to do. You got to take some time out to share. You have to share information, experiences, thoughts. You got to take a minute, man, to uplift somebody. Give them some encouragement. Hey, man, you can do it. Don't give up. You have no idea, you, you, you right now, you have no idea how significant you are to someone else, how your words of encouragement could be the difference maker today. I'm talking about it's a person looking at you that you don't even really know, know you or you don't really know them, and you see them struggling with something, just say, hey, you know what? I've been watching you from afar. You're going to be all right, man. I see something in you. Keep doing the right thing, man. You're going to be all right. I had a meeting uh, with a young man for the first time. And this young man came into my office. I never met him. Um, He has an internet service, which anybody can teach me something about the internet because I know little to close to nothing. He was 27 years old. And he was amazingly bright at this. And I guess, you know, that not that hard to impress me, but the, 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 the fluid speech pattern that he had about this very, very difficult subject. He was tossing around the terms I had heard, but he was actually putting them in sentences where it made sense to me. It's very fluid, very, very sure of himself when he was talking about this little thing, young dude, 27 years old. And when he got through uh, the woman that had introduced me to him, I was leaving my office and she was going to escort him out. And I turned around and I said, young man, I said, what 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 size pants are you? And I guessed it because I've been dressing for long. I've been all them sizes. And I, I said, you bought a 30 waist? He said, yes, sir. I said, what size shoe you wear? He said, nine and a half. I said, what size shirt is that, or medium? Or large? He said, I really like extra large. I said, well, that's too big for you. You just want to look blousy and baggy and so uh, I was talking to him and I said man I'm gonna help you out I said man because let me tell you something you a sharp young dude man you are razor sharp I said you've really really impressed me today I said and you know what young brother I said you're gonna make a lot of money one day man I said but I want you to get your image up I want you to I want you to look at how you dress because you're coming into professional people's office and you're talking about Doing something for them and it and it takes money to make it happen. I got to give you money to make this happen. What you cannot afford to do is look like you need every dime of this money. See, you 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 when you go in there and you talking about money with another person, the person that's gonna give you this money cannot. It can't look like you need every dime of this money. You know, so you got to start presenting yourself. And I, that's all I just said to him. I just said, man, but you know what? You're sharp. You're going to make yourself some money. I'm going to help you out a little bit. I walked out. I went on about my business. Later on that afternoon, I had a meeting with the woman that bought him in. And she said, Mr. Harvey, you have no idea what you just did. He said, his eyes just teared up when you walked out. He said, wow, man, that man don't even know me. And he just encouraged me. He said, man, I always thought I might could make it. But he said, I ain't never had nobody like him tell me I could make it. And just hearing it from him, man, that's all right. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm get my clothes together. But, you know, I've been homeless. And then he started telling the woman that he had been homeless. And so, you know, then she telling me that. Now I'm finna cry because, you know, I've been in that hole before. And, I just, and I'm just sharing that story with y'all just to say, you don't know who you talking to. But what does it hurt? if you just extend your hand to a person and give them a moment of encouragement. See, this young brother right here, he could come back one day and be a major benefit to me because he has a skill set that I don't have. Oh, I might be old Mr. Steve Harvey, but hey, guess what? I don't know nothing about what this young cat know. And he done went off and educated himself and just a word of encouragement from somebody like yourself can make all the difference in another person's life. So remember, on your way to the top, the more people that you help become successful, the more successful you become. It's a requirement of God that you do that. That ain't Steve Harvey talking. If you read your Bible, somebody got a Bible verse that back me up, email it to me today if you know what it is. I don't know, but y'all
7: do out there.
8: See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play?
1: and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, I know you thought a song would follow, but I decided no. And then again, I changed my mind. When you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. (laughs) Yeah, come on. When you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. When you think of love. Gotta get it on your mind. <laughs> Come on now. What if I would do it up in here? You like that? See how it was a fake move. It was kind count, count off. Then said I wasn't gonna do it, then jump right back into it. I just <laughs> thought of that. That's all it was. <laughs> It's like that. In the words of Cedric Entertainment, it's just magic. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> Shirley Strawberry.
8: Good morning, Steve Harvey.
6: One and only, hello, Carla Farrell. Hello,
5: Steve Harvey
1: and Chris.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, that damn junior, Kiel Spates.
1: Morning, up Morning, everybody.
6: The king of pranks, nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. In the building. We sir. are all here. We are all here. Delightful. Yep. Delightful.
5: Yeah
8: Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Taco yeah, Tuesday. Happiness.
6: I'm just glad to be here. Yeah, there. that sounds good, sure. I know,
8: right now. Yes. <laughs> no, I got to. Uh, uh, can't okay. No, gotcha. You ain't no tacos. Yeah, you I can't. got uh, to do vegetable today. <laughs> no diet today. tacos. <laughs> vegetables
6: today. We'll I wrap them taco. in
8: lettuce.
6: Don't nobody want that shit. <laughs> Well, we You'd rather have no tacos it, than yeah,
1: a
9: lettuce wrap. I'm glad I you said shirt. That because
1: it's sounds crazy for a 2nd Don't nobody <laughs> <everybody is laughs> want that shirt. Yeah, yeah you oh, know, oh,
9: oh. I drug it out <laughs>
8: slow. <laughs> you know, that early. You caught that, huh? Man, oh, You feeling all right, though?
6: Always, you know, it's another exciting day, another opportunity God has given me. I want to take full advantage of it. I want to do the things as uh, I can do to progress uh, myself forward and uh, do some things that maybe uh, can help out in the future, not worrying about the future, not concerning myself with anything that's about to happen, but preparing to receive God's blessings Preparing to receive his unmerited favor and any grace that would be shared or headed my way. I'm just open to it. You know, i I just decided I stopped worrying. And it has changed my life, man, when I stopped worrying. Because nothing I used to worry about could I control.
8: Mm, Right. Mm.
6: And I stopped worrying. God is going to take care of me. As he always so wonderfully has done. And I see no reason why he would not continue. If he's not going to continue to take care of me, I'm not going to wake up, but I'm here.
4: No, he ain't. ain't, No. All he done for you that. mm He ain't pulling out, that's for sure.
8: That, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for that, Steve. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll do a little bit of Ask the CLO with our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building. This one is from Carmen in Braden, Florida. Carmen says, my sister and I hang out with a group of women that she works with. My sister and her friends love to drink alcohol and eat out. I hate splitting the bill with this group because they do a lot of drinking and I don't. So I have to spend money that I shouldn't have to spend. I told my sister I will start requesting a separate check and she can't understand why. I know I am right about this one. So why is my sister siding with her with her ugly friends?
6: <laughs> <laughs> because all of them drink and eat. And you just said, these is your sister's friends. Mm -hmm. But see, you chose this move. Nobody made you. Your sister is your sister by birth. Nothing you can do about that. But these are her friends, and you chose her friends. Why don't you start another circle of friends that don't drink as much? See, Mm -hmm. but but see, you you put yourself in this here mess, Mm -hmm. and that's how they do it. And now you can't you can't jump in the mess and then try to change the mess. They was doing this before you got invited over. Mm-hmm. And so now you gonna come in here the new girl and you're gonna upset the apple card. They drank. That's what they do.
7: Yeah.
6: They drink. And they unattractive. Mm-hmm. Don't go? <laughs> That's cold. Yeah. She said that. How you know they unattractive? <laughs> she, she said That She said my sister and her Ain't ugly friends. Yeah. Well, you know, it's nothing well, worse than it. drunk. <laughs> ugly people when they drink. <laughs> <laughs> What Steve? What? When ugly people drink, ooh, because, oh, man. and then I'll you tell you think something. get ugly. When, dog. When cute people drink, they get ugly. When <laughs> ugly
8: people drink, they already ugly. To, uh, to other drinkers. Woo! <laughs> uh. All right, moving on. Jerrica in Cincinnati says, "I'm 40, and I'm dating a 42 year old guy that is a narcissist, and it's a turn off." He's an attorney, and I work as an administrative assistant. I do everything for this man, and I dote on him 24-7, giving him everything he needs to be happy. We had a bad argument recently, and he said that I don't bring anything to the table, and I should be grateful he's in love with me. His words shocked me into reality, and he's right. There's no way I can stay with him after that. Do I leave peacefully or tear some things up? You what better you say the right thing. Uh-uh. Wow. I mean, look, he's a narcissist. Tear it up.
6: You knew that. And you lucky that he's even in love with you. What?
1: <laughs> man. <laughs>
6: now, the godly thing to do is to just walk away and let him go find someone. And then you, you may, you may you feed into the narcissism by doting over him and doing everything mm-hmm. for this man. And then he turned around and tell you, you, bring nothing to the relationship. So you've helped feed into the narcissism. So here's what I would do. I would walk away. But Shirley wants you to tear something up. Oh,
0: you know. And Carla. Uh,
6: Carlos vote is been I don't even know mm-hmm. how he got ties on his car. <laughs> at this point. And the windshield. You know. And <laughs> Mississippi fine. Monica on her Zoom camera just pointed at the camera like, yes. So <laughs> I think uh, no matter what I say, I think you on the way out. You're going to do something. This is and true. And then, um, so you're <laughs> dating Donald Trump, is what you're saying. What? Oh,
8: goodness. Because yeah. he's a narcissist. Because yeah. he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm.
6: So yeah, uh, I, mean I would say walk say away that. peacefully and just say, you know what? But I would do it like, you know what I tell him? I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, you don't deserve me.
8: That's right.
6: Mm. You don't deserve this kind of love, this kind of doting that I've done, and I've been a fool. So I suggest that you take you and all your arrogant ways and share it with somebody else because I don't want it anymore. Mm -hmm. That would be the best way to do it. You walk away from him. Right. That would... Really, be That's the, the shocker. Let's tear something up and
8: slam the door. See right Let's there. Let's move on. Right.
5: <laughs> Since I don't bring nothing to the table. Uh-huh. the table. Yeah. Well, hey, I don't, turn I, the I table
3: I, over. Break I I, I, the I, table. Turn the table. Never look
5: at a table once.
3: <laughs> I
6: bet <laughs> I, I <laughs> bring <laughs> this brick through that window, though. <laughs> <laughs> that.
8: All right, moving on. Vanny in Brooklyn break. says, "I've been divorced for almost two years, and my husband came to town to attend my daughter's parent-teacher conference." And he admitted that he still loves me and he asked for a second chance. My heart melted and I told him we could try to make it work. But there's one issue. He admitted to sleeping with my coworker after we got divorced. I thought I could forget about it, but it's hard. Do I forgive him or not? God.
6: This is after y'all divorced. What's it to forgive? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's nothing to forgive. He ain't do nothing wrong. Y'all was divorced. He slept yeah. with your
8: co-worker. And she's got to look at that co-worker and- yeah, yeah, that's that's, pretty
6: that's pretty every That's you. That's you and your coworker. That ain't. He told, why did he tell you that? <laughs> but oh, I, knew, I, was, I knew
8: that's what you all were doing. That's no co- issue. Confessing-ass
6: uh-huh. moments these dudes be having.
8: <laughs> what, Steve, <'Cause> say <laughs> that again? All these
6: confessing-ass moments. What is she <laughs> sitting up in there yeah. talking about your damn, her co-worker fault? <laughs> Admit it. Now, unless he was telling you, Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem. <laughs> Unless he was admitting after the divorce mm-hmm. that he slept with your co-worker while y'all was married, uh, then well, that's a different thing. Yeah. But oh, are you yeah. saying that, because all he's saying is he admitted to sleeping with the co-worker after y'all uh, got yeah. divorced. Yeah. So does that I mean he was saying. sleeping with her before? Well, See, I took it to me. Yeah,
4: I took it to Could it, to it be mean, he don't want it to come up later and, and she right. find out later?
8: Something like that. It could be that, but uh, I, I, I don't took don't it to mean like he that. slept with her after they got. The <laughs> I surgery. don't live like he that. Still <laughs> wait, he, wait, wait, he still shouldn't confessed Is what we saying. Wait, wait, you say heard say. say I don't live like he
6: that. Say, I
1: don't
6: live. You don't live like what? I don't do that. Confession. No, I don't bring nothing up that ain't up.
7: You take it to the grave. I hear
6: you. Who who is this dude? No, why would you interject something into your crib that ain't there I just I think can't they're... hold this no more I, well I can
2: yeah
6: but the co-worker might not be able to the co-worker might let it out but see then okay but now he done told you but if he slept with if she's if he slept with the co-worker after y'all was divorced he ain't committed no wrong and he just right. openly told you right. that right that's all that is, but I don't why he tell it though.
8: <laughs> Coming up, it is the nephew with
7: Run That Prank back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour and trending entertainment news, R. Kelly is guilty. Yeah. Good. And now here's
6: Tommy. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Why am I back. in the same paragraph
4: as this?
6: What you got, nephew? Work not your that, way that, out that. of this one. Come on, Kane.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, we should be okay. Uh the new landlord.
6: New landlord <laughs> at what jail? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: oh my god, Steve. This,
4: this is bad. This is really bad. <laughs>
5: <laughs> not, not much longer though.
4: <laughs> Your new landlord, new landlord. Let's go, Catto.
10: Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach a um, um, Marcus. Yeah, let's see who's this. Uh, my name is Jason. How you doing? My, what's happening? Listen, um, I'm trying to figure out if you guys are going to be out of the house by Sunday. Um, out oh, hey, of the house? What the hell do you mean out of the house? Uh, well, let me let me get the clarification. Are you guys at um West Jennings? Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you, you guys have to start packing up or anything like that? Dude, Who are you? Uh, okay. Uh, are you... How the hell did you get my number? Uh, I got it from Mr. Vernon. Are you, are you familiar with Mr. Vernon? Yeah, that's my landlord. Okay. Uh, Mr. Vernon has um, hasn't made contact with you, Marcus? No, man, I haven't talked to Mr. Vernon since I last gave him my payment. Wow. And who are you again? My name is Jason. I actually... Um, who, who, are you, who are you to Mr. Well, I actually bought... The property from mr six weeks ago six weeks ago yeah i actually hold own it, the, i actually own the house now i am I'm, I'm it was my assumption that you and mr had already hold no, no hold on because we I, I made my last payment less than six weeks ago and you own this house i actually Dude, i'm own renting that it house. from mr i'm sorry i'm renting this from mr i gave him my payment less than six weeks ago so you're saying he got my money and you own the house and what's up with that well yeah uh-huh. i actually do i guess you know, he's, um, he actually told me that you guys would have been out by now, and like I said, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm looking for everybody to be out by Sunday. Are you guys going to be able to get out of there by dude, Sunday? Ho- ho- hold on. First of all, I still got two more years on my lease at this house. You tell me you want me out by Sunday? Well, Saturday if you could actually do it. C- dude, come on. You want me out of here on Sunday? Well, well man! I actually have some tenants that are going to be moving in on Monday. What I'm trying to do is actually get in there, get you guys out, get the place cleaned up so the tenants can move in and actually start unpacking all their things. They're wanting to move in on Monday. Hey, listen here, man. Me and my family, we ain't moving no f***ing all right? I don't know what the hell you got to do, who the hell you got to talk to, but you better go on and fix that because I wish s*** would come over here and try to tell me I got to get the hell up out of this house. Okay, sir, Are well, you understanding what I'm lead, telling you I'm the, I'm the owner of this house now. I don't give a d- . I gave my money to Mr. Vernon. You better call him. Call somebody take you to fix this d- We ain't moving no d- please. Sir, I'm going to need move, you we out. ain't moving no s- Where, You you're to you i need want you, want you out by Sunday, sir. Now, this is my house, and you're actually arguing with me about my property. You ain't property, listening to me, man. You ain't listening to me. We ain't moving. I I still got two more years on my lease. Dude, my last payment, I paid that two months in advance, man. I ain't
2: okay, moving sir, no damn
10: way. let me get you to understand Mine was it, just, it was, it was Mr. Uh, responsibility dude, to let you know what was. Was. I up? own the it's home. A's. Come on, dog, you tripping. Don't call me with this. D- about this. I would, come, bring, bring your d- over here if you want to. All right? Sir, come on, here if you I want will be to. there on Sunday. Now, if you're not moving out, I'll, I'll have to move you. Like I I ain't moving nowhere. Sir, bring your. Over here if you want to, you know, I'm not gonna sit and go back here with you. I want you out of my house by Sunday. I ain't moving. No, bring your monkey over here right now. We can start this right now. I need you out of my. Are you? You're arguing I ain't with me about, no about You hear me? I ain't saying it no more. You arguing with me about my property, sir? Are you listening? I am paying for this. I'm paying on this right now. I ain't moving no where. You hear me? We need be like out here. We gonna here two years I can get them a better place. Right, you hear me? Sir, so I, I me? got tenants that will be pulling yeah, up money don't give a say, Bring whoever you want to bring. I got some waiting on y'all. Come on in. I ain't received no notice. I, I ain't got no phone call from nobody else. I'm, I got, I'm listening to you talking to this Mr. if be calling me, he the one who got my money. Mr. I the picture no, now. a no phone call, no email, no text message, no what the Mr. Bring. Out of over here you're I own like the I said, property now. my family, we're going to be here for another two years. You hear me? You're not going to be here her another two get years. get them into a better place. You're going to be out, gonna, out of there. You're going to moving me my family. If this just dare, bring your over here if you want to. Are you listening to me? You're going to be thinking, out I'll by, it by it down Sunday, Sunday even if I say. have to you come in here. trying to get it. You got to take care of this on your own. But you ain't moving me and my family out this house. Are you, are you are you listening to me, sir? What the f*** you got to say? You saying something different now? I'm what? telling you, if you're not out by Sunday, then I'm coming to move your stuff out by Sunday. You ain't moving. Bring your f*** over here if you want. I, I wish it would. I f*** you. Excuse me? you. I got something else I need to tell you. Are you listening? what the f***? What the, I, Are you listening to me? What? Say something. I want to tell you this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Malik, your son, got what me to prank f- f- phone call you. Come on, man. <laughs> no, are you playing? <laughs> are you serious? Come on, dog. <laughs> y'all, see, y'all love that other stuff, man. I'm going to kick that little f- man. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got me, dog. Oh, man, I got you, man. You all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm going to let my blood pressure calm down. He, told, I mean, me, I he mean, told me y'all listen to the show on the way uh, on the way to dropping the kids off at school in the morning. Every morning, dog. Oh, man. Uh, all I know, uh, you weren't getting out that house come Sunday, was you? Dude, hell no. Nah. <laughs> we ain't moving nowhere. Oh, man. man. I'm already trying to save up, trying to get them a better spot. Hey, man, keep pushing, brother. I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know Steve Harvey Morning
4: Show. <laughs> what y'all think? Stupid
8: enough for you? What do you think we think? I just want to yeah. know. I just want to know. He's not moving, right, yeah.
4: Junior? I think he
1: ain't moving. I think he made that clear. <laughs> he
4: did make it clear. Like, but but but. No. Fifteenth of October. Fifteenth of October. Friday night. Brand new spanking season of Ready to Love. That's right. We're doing it Washington, D.C. style, baby. In the nation's capital, the nephew has taken over Washington, D.C. October 15th on the OWN Network. You don't want to miss it. Hosted by yours truly, your boy. And then that's on the 15th. But guess what? On the 16th, Detroit, Michigan. The nephew come to town with some amazing comedians on board. You don't want to miss it, Dominique, Rodney Perry, Tommy Davidson, Guy Tory, and hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy, at the Music Hall. That's October the 16th at the Music Hall, Saturday night, Detroit, Michigan. Tickets on sale right now. Hosted by the stupidest. This is stupid at its best. See, yeah. when you got a, a stupid host who's a genius
3: yeah. Yeah. at
6: the same, what? Yeah. No, I was just going to ask you. Because you said music hall. I thought it was at back at the casino back in Detroit. I was going to ask, is that where you drove your ass off that stage at?
5: I mean it failed. I mean Why'd
8: you bring that up? Oh, no. That, that wasn't that Detroit. music hall. Uh, no. Oh, you That's... ain't forgot that. <laughs> wow. None of us have, <laughs> yeah. Nephew. No.
4: That was
1: at Motor City. That was I got the video. I flew off
4: of it now. I sure <laughs> flew off of it. Oh, wow.
8: Damn, Look I at flew the time. Off of it. You know it's a video,
6: don't
4: you? I I never wanted to see it.
8: (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, R. Kelly
0: is guilty. We'll talk about it right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey
1: everybody, this is Junior and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being.
8: R. Kelly has just been found guilty on all counts in his federal sex crimes trial and could be staring down life in prison. That's right, I said life in prison. The jury started deliberating on Friday afternoon, had the weekend off, and then took about half a day on Monday to reach its verdict on nine federal counts, including racketeering, sex crimes, human trafficking, obstruction of justice, and kidnapping. The trial wrapped A little over a month after it began, with the prosecution calling for more witnesses than to defend, uh, R. Kelly himself never took the stand. Some of the prosecutors' witnesses uh, said Kelly had a small team made up of managers, bodyguards and assistants who rounded up Kelly's potential victims before he groomed them for unwanted sex, among other things. 50 witnesses were identified as Jane Doe's, and singer Aaliyah, who died back in 2001, was Jane Doe number one. Mm. Also, the two women, uh, Jocelyn Savage and uh, Azriel Clary, interviewed by Gail King, remember that interview? Yeah. Back yeah. in 2019, yeah. also took the witness stand, and they claimed that Kelly was controlling them right then and there during the interview with Gail King.
6: Well wow. you saw I believe that believe I got life. Mm-hmm. You saw that because he was supposed to allow them to talk separately. He stayed in the hallway.
5: Mm-hmm. The yeah.
6: whole time they were talking was clearing his throat. Yeah. Those were that's when that's when they knew them. what. What was that for? Well, you know, shut up, you're saying too yes. much. Don't answer that right. question.
5: Right. Controlling the interview. That was his way of controlling the situation. Yeah. Wow.
6: You know, man, it's really it this is a this is a real travesty. A real tragedy, I mean. Mm-hmm. For the victims first and foremost, the victims Absolutely. I mean mm-hmm. to have been subjected to the things that they were subjected to. And and and, and 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 used in the way that they were used, uh that that's horrible. The other part of it is this brother had an opportunity when he was acquitted the first time mm-hmm. to straighten mm-hmm. his life up. He that's had a chance.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Wow.
6: He had a chance to go. Wow. Okay. All right. I got. I got. I. I, I got cleared worn. of that one. The warning, yes. man. Let me just. Yeah. hey man, Let me stop this foolishness. Let me yeah. get somebody grown and going about my business. But that's not what he did. And he went deeper. And he went worse. Yeah. And now you have to pay. And it just really s- sad on so many levels, man. Mm-hmm. So many levels. You know. Such a
8: musical genius,
6: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but you know, <laughs> you know. What I mean, really, for <clears throat> me, it's like if anybody gets a uh-huh. second chance at forgiveness and gets a chance to get it right, but then you go right back into the same thing that got you there in the first place. That's something's wrong, man. Yeah, yeah.
7: being a predator. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Something's wrong, and if back. that's
6: more important to you than your freedom,
8: brother, uh, that's.
7: That's, but
8: I, I think, you know what, Steve, I think these kinds of people who do these things don't think they're going to get caught, you know, which is well, why they keep, keep doing course, it. Of yeah, course, I
6: think, think it that. was like, you know, I'm, I, I'm Teflon Don. I can't exactly. be touched. Exactly, exactly. You know, what I'm well, doing, how they, they the going to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's such a thrill for them and such a, that controlling, mm-hmm. that, that above the, the law controlling, domineering, mm-hmm. taking from women, abusing them, using them, taking advantage of an age difference. But you know what, Uncle Steve, I, I th- I'm going to call I, I, I He's sick. He's
4: all he, oh, hell he's yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Definitely
8: straight sick, sick he, man. You have you know, to be uh, sick yeah. to do that kind of thing. You, you, you just it's You're over sick, and bro. Over but
6: and you over. know, man, it's sick is a word for it. But it's just a deviant behavior.
8: Yeah, because yeah. you do know right from wrong. Because th- look, man, it. Yeah.
6: these is young girls we talking about. Yep,
7: and yeah. he has a wife. Now,
6: grown women that's over his house doing whatever that, I, I don't know them stories. The young girls, though, 14, 15, come on, man. Come on. I, but that's I, I, I That's a deviant behavior. That's you willingly knowing them is kids but that's what you want to do right
4: i think he's sick because i think it happened to him and i, well, I we know what happened to him we heard that yeah, and, and so he things just from he his just past it don't well, give you that, a right to affect somebody else with your past yeah, and yeah. you did oh, man. And
6: well it's, 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 yeah, you it's know, well no excuse let me no say this excuse. no excuses you ain't no little girl you a grown man these are children yeah i don't have nothing for you when you do that to no. a child, I, I don't give no a point damn point what point point. happened to you. Right. I don't That's give right. a damn. That's right. What happened yeah. to you? Yeah. You had to know it was wrong friends. then, and you're gonna grow up and you're gonna you're gonna turn around and do it to some young girl, man. I don't care. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. No. And you know what? When we watched that documentary, uh, Surviving, uh, Surviving R. Kelly, R. Kelly. that documentary, mm-hmm. it, it it was a message too that they were sending that no one cared about black girls. Being absolutely. victims. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. for this to happen, for the justice for, you know, young black girls to have been uh, victims like this, I'm just happy that they received justice.
0: Yeah. But you know well. something? No,
5: though
6: I don't understand how there are no accomplices in this. Because yeah. he can't pull this oh, off by about his about Somebody it. went and got them, yeah. though. Bro, no, somebody right. Right. watched him while different. he was gone. Somebody yeah. went and picked him up. Somebody took him to the stove. Somebody locked the door. Somebody knew they was in that house.
5: Yeah. That's yep. right, Steve.
6: Mm-hmm. How yep. the hell ain't no damn accomplices to this?
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
8: Yeah, you mm-hmm. saw and uh, Kelly could tough. be facing 10 years to life in prison. He's still set to go on a second federal trial in Chicago, state trials in Illinois and Minnesota. Uh, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey
8: Morning Show. All right, Steve, we were talking about the R. Kelly verdict. He has been found guilty on all counts in his federal sex crime trial. Um, just such a in sad York, situation. He has, yeah. Chicago, he has more in Chicago, in Chicago in Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, there's more.
8: Yeah, oh, he's yeah. facing. Oh, yeah. oh, you're not yeah, ever getting
6: out. Getting he's well, out ten out.
8: years to life. But here's
6: what. Here's what I want to know. And look, I'm, I'm, you know, look, I'm, I'm happy for justice, but let me explain something to you. You can't pull this off by yourself. Somebody in your circle aided and abetted. Somebody Recruited. in your circle yes. helped. Somebody yes. knew a door had a locked person behind the door. Somebody knew that. Yeah. Somebody knew these kids was young. Somebody yep. knew. You can't do this by yourself.
8: Yeah. It says, yeah. Steve, that some of the prosecutors' witnesses said that R. Kelly had a small team. It was made up of managers, bodyguards, and assistants. Where are they who at? Who rounded up Kelly's potential victims.
6: Because they ass is a part of this. See, you got to get all of this cancer cut out. Yeah. You know, yeah. man, you you can't do you can't serve all these black girls up and then you walk away. Well, R. Kelly did it. I just worked for it, man. Dog, you know better. Hold up, dog. See, first of all, let me say this about me. If I see a person abusing a woman, I'm I'm going right there. I don't something. even got to know you. If I see you hitting a woman in the parking lot, I got a problem with you, dog. Right now in the parking lot, it ain't no. This ain't none of my business. If I see you snatching a kid out in public. And that kid fighting to get free, you you got you got you got deal gotta with talk. me. Yeah, you got to deal right. with me. So I don't I'm not gonna sit <clears throat> here. If one of my friends got a young girl locked behind the door and I know it, hold up, dog. Yeah, w- what happened? How old is she? Sixteen. Wait, don't say nothing. Doing? Wait a minute, wait, don't say nothing. What, what you mean? dog <laughs> boy? <laughs> no, what the hell you mean, dog? Let's open this door. Where's my mom at? What you doing? Steve, don't open that door. Dog, 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 me and you got a problem right now because the door getting open, and I'm finna get this little girl up out of here. And not only that, Steve, when R. Kelly
4: leave that house and go somewhere else, whether he go perform, go to the store, go wherever, who, who who's at that house on that door saying, Somebody I watch stand. dog. Exactly, yeah,
6: Tommy. It ain't just no locked door. unless see yes. cement windows. Oh,
8: it was just a it's, horrible situation. Just, it's sad. Um, just yeah. really sad. And
6: I want to know who connected to this see yeah. now and unless they, they cut a deal the and turn states right evidence Steve, mm-hmm. maybe they cut mm-hmm. a
5: deal and won't do as much states. time oh, right. mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, no. and testify Everybody for the prosecution a yeah, that's Washington trafficking
3: people mm-hmm.
6: yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. bro that's all that is and that's a huge problem out here today
8: yes it is it is, see. It is a huge oh my goodness problem. especially yeah. in places Whoa. like Atlanta right. yeah Tragic story, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Wow. very much so. Don't,
5: really. but he's guilty. Good, yep,
8: Bye. yep. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, today is
8: National Voter Registration Day. National Voter Registration Day. That means a lot. Our voting rights are under attack, as we all know. Voter suppression, we hear that term a lot. This is what it means. It's a strategy used to influence the outcome of an election by discouraging or preventing specific groups of people from voting. That's what voter suppression means. More than 400 bills with provisions that restrict voting access have been introduced in 49 states in the 2021 legislative sessions. This is a new version of Jim Crow laws, and Republicans describe it as election integrity. Get that, okay? Yeah. Election integrity. Uh, <laughs> there's no integrity anywhere in any of these laws. Here are some voting registrations check, uh, restrictions. Check it out. Absentee ballot short return deadlines. Okay, that's one. Absentee ballot short return deadlines. Complicated absentee ballot requirements. Uh, Strict voter photo ID laws, ex-felon disenfranchisement laws, not placing polling places on college, university, and campuses, um, requiring payment of fines or fees as condition of vote restoration, voter intimidation, impersonating law enforcement personnel or immigration officers. I mean, there's so much in these laws that have come out to stop us from voting. To stop you know,
6: um, it's that's always been a ploy mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. right because the right is in the minority and they've done everything in their power to re- to remain a power block, even though they are minority. I'll give you an example. The Electoral College vote is simply because they are but the minority and by being the minority, they can still have the same vote as the majority. That's why we still have the electoral college vote. That's why they won't get rid of it. To take, uh, to make it a fine hinders the poor. If you don't have this, then it's a fine. Well, who then? Now they know they're dealing with people's money. If you don't put polling places on campuses, now you restrict these young voters with the ability to vote and get off campus and be able to vote. Everything is done. To stop a specific group of people. Now, the specific group of people that they're talking about are us, blacks, and people of color. This is all designed for you. Mm-hmm. But what they do not know is, they are also affecting their low-end voter block, which uh-huh. them rural county ass people and them and them and them and them damn hillbillies that you count on and everything. They fit into this equation, too, which you have to be very, very keenly aware of. But they know it affects the masses even more. I'm telling y'all, we don't care how much ID we need. We're going to have it. I don't care how short you make the absentee voting time frame. We're going to get it in. I don't care what you can move the poll in places we're going to drive. We're going to stand in line because we are awake now. We know what you're doing, and we're going to prove you wrong. I'm telling you, man, we're not going back. It's a new day. It's a new day. And all of you, Kemp, you're not going to be governor again. Oh,
8: speaking I, listen Kent, to me. Can I throw yeah. this in really quickly? Donald Trump was in Georgia over the weekend at a rally, you know, he's slowly coming out publicly now. He said, out of his own mouth, that Stacey Abrams might be better as governor than Brian Kemp. Oh, what, what, did what Kemp is happening to him? <laughs> what is And he? he's, he's right,
5: Georgia. and <laughs> he's, he's right. right.
8: <laughs> I don't, I
6: don't, I don't even know why people follow him. You've got to be blindly ignorant to follow a person. This ignorant. I mean, seriously, man, I'm, it's real. It's shocking. Yeah, it's shocking it the number of people that really follow this man, and it's disheartening at the same time because that's actually half of the adult voting block that believe this man is correct. That's mm-hmm. a sad statement, which means this country is sick exactly what it means.
8: <laughs> yeah. Go to Damn. go to whenweallvote.org for more details on this National Voter Registration Day. We'll be back with Tommy and the prank phone call right
7: after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, we said I do, but she does not. Hmm. What? You heard me. We said I do, but she does not. Uh... My nephew is here. You hear him with today's prank phone call. What you got for us nephew? <laughs> My
4: tip. My tip. Pretty simple. Let's go, yes. cat dog.
5: Oh, My so
1: tip. It's a twist. To it.
10: Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kinney. Yeah, this is he. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm actually calling you from the uh, the seafood house. You 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 came and had you uh, I waited on you. You came and had uh, uh, dinner over here the other night. Yeah, about two nights ago. Yeah. How, how 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 was your food? How was the service? Um, every, everything was good. Um, I don't, I don't have any complaints. I always enjoy when I come there. Um, I don't, I I never got a phone call from you guys. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. I'm actually. Uh, I don't know if you remember me waiting on you, but I actually waited on you. Oh, uh, okay, okay. How you doing? I- I'm good. Would would you say would you say that my service was 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 pretty good and up to par? Yeah, like I said, man, everything was excellent. Every time I come there, the food is great, the service is good. Um, I have no complaints. Everything is, is good. Okay, good. Good deal, good deal. Uh, Mr. Kenny, listen, you, you, if you don't mind me asking, man, if you really thoroughly enjoyed uh, the service as well as the food, and uh, I'm assuming you, you, you come here a lot, so I'm assuming you, you really like the food that we put out. If you don't mind, if I could ask you a question, if if you don't mind. Sure. Okay, if if the service was so good and and you enjoyed everything, why why, why you why you tipped me the way you did? Excuse me, why did I do? I mean, that? you know, you 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 didn't even tip even close to ten percent. You know, I I I, I would just I just you call. First of all, let me ask you something because I don't remember giving my phone number or writing my phone number down on, on on any survey. I didn't. I've never taken a survey, nor have I gotten a call from you guys. So. How did you get my phone number? Well, I, I'm just giving a, a courtesy call, and and I'm just curious about, you know, a courtesy why, call. Okay, that's fine. But how did you? You didn't answer my question. How did you get my phone number? Because I didn't give it to anybody there. So you you you've done something to to obtain my. Well, I went on it. I went on and, I went I on and done that. the research of what it took to get a number. So yeah, I did. I
2: you know it was just
10: bothering me that that you tipped me the way you did. Well, it's bothering me that you calling me. Uh, in the middle of the day asking me about a, a tip. First of all, uh, you how much did you say I tipped you? Yeah, I, I got a $5 tip, and your your meal was at least 80-something-plus dollars. Now, it's, you, you've done all this research, and you got the wrong number. You got the wrong damn number because, first of all, I, I took more than five damn dollars. I used to work for tips, bro, so let me explain that to you. I used to work for tips, and I know what it's like. And then $5 is, no, nah, you got the wrong table. You done done all this research for nothing. No, no, you got you, the you, wrong, you're the you, got the wrong first, wrong you, you Mr. Kenny's I f- waited you. on you. Yeah, I, I'm Kenny's f- but, but damn it, you don't got the wrong Kenny's because f- Kenny's f- don't tip no damn $5. When I go, I ball, baby. I, I go to the people out because I want to entertain my people. You know what I'm saying? So I don't okay, have Okay, but, but see, the problem I'm having, you know, you you you, you bringing your people and you want to ball and everything, but you you know, you balling with them, but you shortchanging the way style. I ain't shortchanging a damn person. Look, you complaining about $5. I give you $5 to get off this damn phone. That's what I give you $5 for. I don't tip no damn $5, bro. I got plenty of money. I got plenty of money. I don't need you to call me, tell me how to damn tip. I told you, man, I used to work for tips. I don't need you to call me. Well, you would, you would think, you would think that if you would, you would think that if you was somebody that worked for some tips, that you would know how to come in and tip somebody at least fifteen percent, at least man. I, I can't even understand how how you come in, you ball, and you you know, you done brought a couple people with you, and, and, and you leave me with fired out. Look here, man, I ain't leave you. I ain't told your stupid shit. I ain't leave you with no $5, man. I left at least $25 up in that thing. Cause I was hosting some people and I wanted to show my gratitude for something. And you calling me about the wrong damn tip amount and the wrong person. You done got the wrong person and calling me. I ain't got you. the wrong person. I'm- you, Mr. Kenny I remember waiting on you and two other people when you came in there. What? 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 Wasn't you in there with two other people? Man, who the hell are you? How you know all my damn business anyway? Who, who the hell are you? Because, I'm the, a, because yeah. I'm the yeah. one yeah. that yeah. waited yeah. on Let me tell you something. The only way, the only, way the only way we can really rectify it, won't you do this, man? Won't you come back up here and bring me the tip that I deserve? I ain't coming no damn well. I told you. Matter of fact, when I come up there again, I'm going to look for your You give me your name, and you give me your managing name. Because, matter of fact, I'm going to call up there and come up there today because I not appreciate you calling my damn phone by some yeah. tips. And, and I know good and damn well I took good money. Okay, well, do, do this know, for you, me. Do the this for f- me When you do come up here today, will you bring me my damn tip money? I- I'm going to give you a tip. I'm going to give you a tip. Quit calling people about a tip and maybe make some better service and you'll get a better tip. I'm going to bring you a tip. I'm bringing bring you the tip of my shoe up your that one of my brains. I get into the job today at 5 o'clock. Hey, look here, man. It ain't no problem. That's perfect. Cause I get off at five, and I'm gonna come down there. I'm gonna first, I'm gonna talk to your manager. Then I'm gonna hand you the little extra money, tip money you want. Then I'm gonna whoop your in the parking lot. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. Why and ain't gonna I ain't, you know what? I ain't worried about getting my whoop. I want the tip. Now, I'm gonna give you a tip. Quit stalking people by the damn tip. That's what you stop doing. That's your tip. You see, you're not pissing me off now. See, I'm gonna come down there, and I'm gonna whoop some. That's what okay, I'm going to okay. do. Okay, then well, well, I'm going to give you, you, gonna I'm here you and, and what do I need to do and to you help you out? Say hey, what? Hey, man, I ain't worried about nothing, because let me tell you something. If you whoop the same way you tip, I ain't worried about a damn thing. No, check this out. You got the wrong number, but you got the right because I'm going to come down there and I'm going to let you see what it is, Flair. See, I, I try to conduct myself in a nice manner and be professional. But you done about the out and you going to get it. I got your tilt. When I buy a shit, you better weed. I'm going to come down there and beat your. Shit. That's what I'm going to do. You're going to get the real. Shit. I'm coming down there as soon as I get off from work. You better not bring your down there. You better I'm not come see the down there. You ain't got to worry about me. I'm going to be there. What's your name? What's your name, dog? You you you, you, you got to pen in paper? I remember your name. What, what's your name? My name, Tommy. Tommy what? Because I don't Tommy who? Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. <laughs> Say what? Hey, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Richard got me to prank phone call you. Y'all, you know what? Y'all... <laughs> man, you done got my damn pressure up, man. Y'all some stain, <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get both of y'all, Tommy. Both of y'all, cause y'all ain't right, man. You got me hollering in this damn building, my employees looking at me, man. They ain't never seen me act like this. I'm up here talking about a meeting so we can get our company Christmas party together, man. And you got me acting a damn fool here. I'm <laughs>
7: you, okay, y'all,
10: man. Hey, Kitty, man, I got, I gotta ask you though, baby. Come on, man. What is? What's the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, listen. Take all the employees to the seafood house, man. <laughs> hey, I'm scared to go down there now. now. They might they might be scared to go with me. I, that might be a good thing, though, because they're going to be pulling out
0: their tips now. They're going to be a We got it, boss. We got it. Man, y'all got me. Y'all
4: got
8: me. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come
7: on, man. I love him.
6: I Leave love him. Hey, man, uh, you know what, what I, what's amazing? The Uh sheer number of black people Uh that are professional now that have, you know, moved on, but have that other side (laughs) that when need be, they can revert to it. Yeah, right? It's then. amazing, man, how how they pull it. Like, hey man, I'm trying to be professional. I tell you what, you got the right one now. Man, you need to be you you need to be weaving. Cause when I bob, you need to weave. Cause I'm finna come that dude that went straight yeah. back to what he was. It's a yeah. switch. You click on
8: and yeah. click off. He had time for
1: it that day. Put a whole plan together. I'll be down there, give you a little funky money, and then I'm going to whoop your ass in the parking (laughs) 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 lot.
4: Big ups to all the waiters out there, everybody that waits, man. Big ups to y'all. Tip
8: the wait staff. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, strawberry letter subject,
7: we said I do, but she doesn't. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
8: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to SteveHarveyFM.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Hear that? Buggle up,
4: Buggle up, buggle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter.
8: Subject, uh, we said I do, but she doesn't. Dear Stephen Shirley, my wife and I have been together for four years and married for almost a year. I was planning to propose to her, but she got pregnant and sped up the process. I'm 52 and she is 40 and is head over heels in love with our newborn. The baby is all she cares about. I overheard her telling her mother that she got exactly what she wanted, a man to take care of her and a son that looks like her. I called her out on it and uh, she said it was her way of bragging on how good I am to her, but I'm not a fool. Since we said I do, she doesn't. She doesn't clean, she doesn't cook, and she certainly doesn't have sex with me anymore. When we have company over, she is the best hostess ever. She's making drinks, fixing snacks, and she's very affectionate to me. I even get to hold the baby when people are around. As soon as they leave, I have to live with a totally different person. If my son cries and I go to pick him up, she takes him and says that he needs his mother, and it's all about creating a bond with her son. Whenever I try to cook for myself, she gets upset because I mess up her kitchen and she's afraid the company might pop up and the house isn't spotless. It's as though she's living a fairy tale at my expense. I have lawn men, a housekeeper, and a nanny that I pay for now because the house has to always be perfect. When her sorority sisters visit us, I hear them giving her props for getting everything she wished for. But it is at all at my expense, and I'm not happy. I feel like I'm bugging her when I ask for sex. She has told me that her body isn't fully ready yet, and it's been seven months since she gave birth. Is this a phase or is this a marriage of convenience and she's not in love with me? Hmm. Well, it certainly doesn't sound like she's in love with you at all. Um, I was going to say she could be suffering from postpartum depression. That's a lot of pregnant women after they have the baby do. But I I tend to agree with you on this one because she certainly knows how to act when company is around, doesn't she? You know, fixing drinks, snacks, all of that. No, after pregnancy, depression then, huh? I don't even think you would mind paying for the nanny and the housekeeper and the gardeners if she would show you a little attention sometimes. And it's not just her baby. Why can't she share the baby? Uh, sh- she won't even let you hold your own son? Hmm. Something is wrong with this picture. I I, I just think you really need to stand up to her and-, and let her know that. I And I hate to, I really hate to, but I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you this. Are you absolutely sure that this is your baby? Are you sure about that? You did Jesus. say it. It looks like her. You did say that. I mean, you know, this should Jesus. be a happy time. You just got to say it. You just got to put it out there.
6: Lord
9: this Jesus. should what? be a
8: happy time for you, too. Where
6: did that come from? Lord what? Jesus, you just changed my I I'm not oh, finished. You, you, your time
8: you is coming. <laughs> Jesus. This agree, should be really a happy man. time for you, too. Not angry and stress, stressful. Uh, how, how was she four years ago when you knew her without ma- before you married her? Were there any red flags? then um, I'm sure she knows you're unhappy. So be honest. Let her know that there needs to be some changes. And you're going to start by holding your son. Steve?
6: I I don't know. Steve? Steve? (laughs) Sure. I'm just stunned at (laughs) your damn response. It changes my whole answer because I was not ready for you to interject The Uh fact that it could not possibly be this man's baby. What in this damn letter has (laughs) you? You've thrown an element into this letter where I just went, oh, Lord. So now. Well, okay well this is my answer you didn't give your answer this I is my know. answer it's so do your my answer, answer not, not my answer well, had, no sure. it has affected my answer because okay. I try to offer a counter and you know uh-huh. I try to find something to say nice about your letter it was going good you don't have
8: to say anything that's well, my I response well, well
6: let me respond. why I wasn't talking doing yours yes you were <laughs> when you give your answer
8: Steve it. I can't wait to hear it
6: here's all I'm saying <laughs> Oh, this letter right here has a couple of elements to it, and Father God, pray for me now that I don't break up this home. But I'm planning on breaking it up a different way. You've been together for four years, married a year. You was gonna propose, but she got pregnant, sped up the process. You 52, she 40, head over heels in love with y'all's newborn. But the baby is all she cares about. Now, you heard her talking to her mother. She said she got exactly what she wanted, a man to take care of her her, and a son that looks like her. I called her out, and she said it was her way of bragging how good I am to her. Now, here's the letter, but I'm not a fool. Since we've said I do, she doesn't clean, she don't cook, and she certainly don't have sex with me anymore. What do she do? I'm stuck. I'm not saying a woman has to cook. I'm not saying a woman has to clean. But it sounds to me like she used to and now she don't. Now the part where we don't have sex no more. And then I found out it's been 7 months and she said her body ain't ready. I don't really know how to respond to that. Cause I'm not a woman, and I surely did point out that she thought it might be postpartum. I don't know nothing about that, so let me just stay off that subject. Let me just say this: It's been seven months. My damn body ready. <laughs> no.
7: You're now, a man.
6: If, if your body ain't ready, I understand. But this right, body on, ready, and you gonna make <laughs> me do something.
8: Hold on. All right, we'll be part. Uh, <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after. The subject, we said I do, but she doesn't. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening
7: to the Steve
8: Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry letters Subject, we said I do, but she doesn't.
6: This woman right here done had this baby. She's 40 years old, a man, 52. They got a newborn son that looks like the girl. she been bragging to her mama how she got everything she wants. From her man and her son that looks like her. Then when the man called her out about it, she said that she was just bragging about how good he is to her. But he says he's not a fool, because since they said I do, she don't clean, cook, or hurt, certainly don't have sex with him anymore. Now... That's a problem. She said it's because it's been seven months and her body not ready yet. <laughs> That's some type of postpartum. Shirley pointed that out. I don't know nothing about that, so I'm going to stay off that. Your body might not be ready, but damn it, mine is. Now, you sitting up in here, you ain't having sex for seven months. What? You not having sex. Really? <laughs> you not having sex for seven months. We not signing up for this. Hmm. We didn't do this here. So we, we not having sex for seven months. You not having sex for seven months. You not clean. You ain't cooking. I like a clean house. I'm going to eat and I'm not waiting seven months to have sex with you. Now, let's go on and move on through the letter of how I want to go about this. When company come over, she the best host ever. She making drinks, fixing snacks. Very affectionate <laughs> to me. I even get to hold the baby when people around. See, she, see, 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 this see, this little sorority girl, she one of, them, one of them flex type people. You know, show out, you know, like, you know, best foot forward, like to front. You know, make everybody think she got it going on and everything. Soon as they leave, I got to live with a totally different person. If my son cries and I go pick him up, she takes him and says he needs his mother. And it's all about her creating a bond with her son. Whenever I try to cook for myself, she get upset when I mess up her kitchen and she's afraid company might pop up and the house is ain't spotless. Wh- where y'all stay? Y'all live in the college dormitory? Who's all these people that just get to pop up? I don't have people like that. Excuse me, maybe I'm out of touch. But I don't hear the ladies on this show talking about people just pop up their house and they married. You can't <laughs> just you can't just pop her. up over these grown ass people's house.
5: You have to call first.
6: Yeah. Not yeah. Some just pop up over the house, and then uh, she said. Uh, and then he says it's as though she's living a fairy tale at my expense. I got lawn men, a housekeeper, and a nanny that I pay for because the house has to always be perfect. When that hit apart. part, when her sorority sisters come over. I hear them giving her props for getting everything she wished for, but it's all at my expense, and I'm not happy. I feel like I'm bugging her when I ask her for sex. See, right here? See, we're not Mm. finna do this here. See, I'm not finna worry you about no sex. Mm. I'm bugging you. Nah, you know, she told me that her body ain't fully ready yet, and it's been seven months. Okay, cool. Thank you. So you're
8: going to cheat?
6: Hello? Look at your
8: face. Hello? You
6: leave me. (laughs) No, you have me, I, where am I to do with this information? <laughs> you leave me nowhere to do. Mm-hmm. You've decided you're not cooking, you're not cleaning, and you're not having sex. Well, I like a clean house, I'm hungry, and I want some sex. So now <laughs> where we at?
10: <laughs> Cause
6: I like a clean house, I'm hungry, and I like sex. You're not doing none of them. You're not cleaning the house, you ain't cooking, we ain't having sex. Why are you staying here? Now, she done flipped and told her friend, her friend, girl, you got everything you wanted. Okay, cool. But I ain't getting nothing I want. But I'm sponsoring lawn men, nannies, housekeepers, but I ain't getting nothing. I can't have no sex. We we not having sex for seven months. No, 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 no. no. You not having sex for seven months. I'm out in these streets.
5: <laughs> That's it?
6: And what you I'm, out there I'm doing? Lady, huh? uh, out there I'm, out doing? These, I'm out in these streets. Have somebody gonna wash me. Somebody gonna
5: clean
6: <laughs> me. <laughs> somebody gonna lay down next to me. She help bathing? She doesn't like
5: you.
6: She don't like to clean. She don't uh, like, she like she cooking. Don't like I can find hair. somebody to shower me, soak me up, <laughs> <laughs> clean, cook for to me, and them. then do something to me. I'm out in these streets. This what happened. And you can't get mad at a man when go out in these streets when y'all he told you what he had to have and you keep telling him what you don't want to do Mm. now shirley interjected into the letter Mm -hmm. that it could possibly not be his baby where that came from i don't know but let's explore that Let's go down that dark path that my she plan. opened up the cage. <laughs> but you do. want
8: him to cheat, and that's not a dark path. You're trying to justify it. So cheating. you're
6: saying she already cheated.
8: I'm saying she doesn't care for him. She doesn't like this man. It could At be true all. that she, yeah, she doesn't Understood. care for him. Understood.
6: I believe yeah. that. I don't have a problem with that. She so now him. my answer, and I'm out in these streets, if you don't care for me, mm-hmm. I bet you I can find somebody who do
8: Right, and that doesn't mean that she
6: doesn't care for someone else,
8: and it could be someone else. Well, I'm else. in these streets then. That's all you know, once again. <laughs> Poor baby. I feel bad I'm for the in these streets deep. Well, I don't feel sorry for the baby. The, daddy. Daddy. the baby
6: don't know none of this right now. The baby's still crying in the crib for seven months. The baby can't walk. The baby don't know I'm in these streets. I can't hold the baby no damn way.
7: It ain't yours anyway. I bet I'm going right. to
6: hold somebody, baby.
8: Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to right. somebody, thank baby, you, to school
6: and everything. Daddy, I ain't your daddy, but thank you.
8: Post yeah. your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after Sports with Junior, right after this. You're
7: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: All right, guys, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, Um, let's just go ahead and just
1: give a round of applause for Pimpin. What an impressive week of picks. 14 and 2, Pimpin. <laughs> I don't. <Yeah. laughs> he,
10: he
9: was,
1: was hot. Supposed... He was <laughs> hot. That's <laughs> all you can
9: say. Player was hot. That's all yeah. it was. I was man, like, 14 was right to yeah. 2
1: with the win of the Dallas
10: Cowboys <laughs> you know
1: over the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, 41 <laughs> to
9: 21. You know why I was hot, Junior? Why is that, Pippin? I had on my microwave jacket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <The> microwave. <laughs> That's stupid.
9: Went, push does. your
1: button. <laughs> See what
9: happened. You know
1: It <laughs> <what laughs> <what laughs> <what laughs> was Come Dak Oh, First game man. at home since his injury last season, man. And that boy showed out, man. 21 to 26, 238 yards and three touchdowns right there in the AT&T State. You know man. the
9: thing of it is, Junior, it's uh-huh. just that I like that boy Dak. You know, Steve met him at the NFL Honors and knew yeah. right away he was a pimp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just said he's a yeah. pimp.
2: He was, man. Hey, but you know, man. I you don't know, know
9: what you heard about me. <laughs> Hey, but I'm nothing but a P-I-M-P. Oh, mm. I'm not Petty Ser. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I knew him when he
1: was a quarter. Go <laughs> <laughs> ahead,
9: Junior.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask you, man. Do mm. you think? That. Did you see the game last? You saw Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, man. Is that one of the best one-two punches at running back position? Oh no, you know no, it's
9: not. No, it's not. It's Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is the best Ooh. one and two punch. <laughs> don't get it twisted, <laughs> You know, you're talking
2: you to somebody who
9: know. The sport, who fourteen and two, me or you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, pimp. I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? You
1: know, Obviously, you know, they, they had nice, a good game,
9: but they ain't Kareem and Chubb. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> Ezekiel
1: had a good game, man. He did, man. Seventeen carries, ninety-five yard two touchdowns. Who was that, that's, Ezekiel? Yeah, Ezekiel yeah, put like that word I like, like, like They were
9: trying to write him off. You know, I don't like when they write these young boys. I'm trying to treat him like he being a sickness. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm with the basketball. You ain't know
9: how to do that, <laughs> boy, too? I'm
3: supposed
1: to. I ain't mad at you, Peppa. So, um, all we can say right now, Peppa, is uh, what did you think about your boy Jalen Hurts? Did you, did, you, did, you, did you feel for him?
9: Yeah, you know, he's flat running and everything. But, you know. <laughs> Man, you ain't got the team. What you want me to do? I, I ain't picking just because you on my on the radio, 105.3 WDAS. We ain't even do that no more. Because I'm <laughs> on 1075, on you know, KRMB too, you know what I <laughs> mean? I got to be what I got to be. I can't be everything to everybody, you know what I'm saying? I just got to be what a player can be, you know. Yeah. I knew Dallas was going to get them. No, I didn't want them to, but, you know, yeah. I'm starting to change a little bit toward Dallas. Yeah, yeah. man, they look good. You know, Man. not that, because I like the players, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. like C.C. Lamb, you know. I yeah. like when he snatched his phone from that girl
8: at the bathroom. <laughs> you know. <laughs> stuff like that make me say it's a team full of pimps. Yeah, right, Junior. <laughs> there it is. And pimping. So Thank you, good. guys. Uh, Bye, coming Shirley. up at the top of the hour, hey. <laughs> we'll talk about burning bridges right after
7: this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning
1: and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
8: Out. On this past Saturday, Ohio State Buckeyes linebacker K. Vaughn Pope was That's escorted true. off the field yeah. after a blow up on the sideline during a game against Akron. He pretty much quit in the middle of a game and then, this is the crazy part, then went to Twitter with a simple message, F Ohio State, while the game was still going on. Where
6: wow. is his daddy? No no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Tommy, I, I watched it.
7: You watched it, oh, really? They
6: pulled him out the game. Uh, Something happened. He wanted to go back in. The coach put somebody else in the game. This dude took his jersey off. And then got a big argument with the coach. Mm-hmm. And then they escorted him off the field. He running up the tunnel. With the jersey halfway on now, always you know up showing his shoulder pads, he go in the dressing room, get his te- telephone, and tweets out F Ohio State. Boy, how dumb are you? Yes. Now the coach on TV trying to explain it. The coach is going, "Hey, look, we play football. The coach's decision was based on the play we will go. He played defense." Okay. You wasn't going back in the game. He didn't go back in the game, man. This dude lost his mind because he didn't go back in the game. He didn't take him out the game. He just took him out for that series. Nobody said you wasn't playing today no more. And he had now a temper chance right there. Tommy yeah. went yeah. in the locker room and tweeted F Ohio State.
1: What the game going on?
6: Dog, yeah, this I is a team got, sport.
4: Now they're not going to put you back in no game at all. Wait, you what what about did
6: about Bernie
7: bridges. You,
6: brother, what was the tweet for? <laughs> <laughs>
7: <Yeah>. <laughs> These young
6: people most... <laughs> with this social media want everybody to know what he thinks. What he feels uh-huh. Yeah, you feel yeah. me. Mm. And not all the ignorant ass people. Yeah, man, F. Ohio State. I had a problem with a professor down there one time. They play football. <laughs>
8: yeah. 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 Them his own scholarship. Yeah. So, Hold Steve, on. now, is on, this, uh? this is
5: going to what? hurt
8: his chances. I
1: was about to say the same thing, Shirley. Yeah, you asked this right.
8: Yeah. I mean, even if he wants to go pro later in life, mm-hmm. pro. he's bridges. Oh, old. That's bridges.
6: Pro, surely. Uh-huh. Nobody's I, I mean, drafting no. mm-hmm. a person who quits on the team. That's your reaction mm-hmm. to something that went wrong with a coach's decision? And that's who you are? That's your character? Nobody's drafting him?
8: That's what I want you to say. Exactly right. Nobody's yeah. drafting him. You and to what think.
6: school he finna transfer to? <laughs> no.
4: <gonna>
8: take that. <laughs> no. He's got to know the consequences of his actions. No, you know, no, you know, that's, he, the he know that. yeah. that's the sad part.
6: That's the sad part. That young people mm-hmm. have got to learn, and it takes some time. I get it.
0: huh.
6: But the older you get, you the made. more dire the consequences yes, behind sir. your decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes. We as parents, you don't have to over-parent your child anymore because the older he gets, the decisions that he makes, the die, the consequences become more dire.
7: Right. I
6: ain't gotta kick your ass no more. Cause life finna do it for me. I told all my sons.
7: Uh-huh.
6: Animal spankings. I got something for you. You finna go go and go to college, watch this.
8: Uh-huh. Now
6: leave college and watch this. I bet you'll come back to me.
8: It's about yeah. life. It's about choices and the things you met and how you, you react to certain
6: this things. This is a regret that he will have that's going to follow him for a while for, because yeah. you not only made a bad decision, you compounded it. Not only did you cuss out the coach, take your, your jersey team. off, your left your team, you, you quit. University.
5: You're a quitter. You quit.
6: Yeah. You went into the locker room, grabbed your phone, and turned it into a national story. This fool was on SportsCenter. Yeah. Hey y'all, he wasn't on Sports Center for top ten plays of the day. Yeah. <laughs> he was on top 10 for this. Yeah. He made Sports Center. This kid then threw his career as a football player on the collegiate level out the window. I don't know how he fixes
8: this. How do you get yeah, um, how do you wow. get that man? That's sad, you know, man. That's yeah, really that's sad. sad.
6: That's well, ignorant it, at his highest level. I, I,
8: I hope it's fixable, though. You say you don't know how he fixes it. He I can
6: fix it later fixable. on, but it won't be with yeah. Ohio State. It won't be with this.
8: State. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Since the coronavirus changed the world, the cannabis industry has been on a roll. A bunch of dispensaries and growing facilities opened up, and it doesn't look like things are slowing down anytime soon. All this expansion has required employees and industry insiders say many of these employees have been coming from retail and restaurant jobs. People are walking away from stores and restaurants to work with weed people. They say they enjoy the slower pace of the work and a more desirable schedule. And they certainly don't miss the hustle and bustle and stress of being on the front lines at those stores and those restaurants. So there you go. So Maybe that's you why you see a lot of now down. hiring signs at restaurants and retail stores. Now you know where they are.
5: What, slow What Tommy? What's happening? Just slow down. We ain't
4: got to move that fast.
5: <laughs> Can I place my okay. order? Okay.
4: <laughs> well, you ain't got to get to work till noon over here. What you, what you want? What is it?
5: <laughs> Shut that
6: alarm off. I do think <laughs> that the, the, the we are forever changed in a lot of uh, mm-hmm. industries. I Seriously. just think a lot of things are not going to go back. There are some companies that's not going to reopen. There are some businesses that is not yeah. reopening. And there's going to be a new way of doing things.
5: Yeah, That's so true. I was in a meeting uh,
6: last week, man, uh, in Atlanta. I went to a guy's mm-hmm. office. Ain't nobody in the meeting have a mask on. I was sitting up there just masked up.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
6: the guy said, Steve, it's okay. We're all vaccinated here at the company. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
4: You know, keep the bass keeping
8: going. this on I'm fine alright we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after right after this
7: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
8: alright so guys today is National Voter Registration Day National Voter Registration Day that means a lot Our voting rights are under attack, as we all know. Voter suppression, we hear that term a lot. This is what it means. It's a strategy used to influence the outcome of an election by discouraging or preventing specific groups of people from voting. That's what voter suppression means. More than 400 bills with provisions that restrict voting access have been introduced in 49 states in the 2021 legislative sessions. This is a new version of Jim Crow laws, and Republicans describe it as election integrity. Get that, okay? Huh. Election integrity. Uh, <laughs> there's no integrity anywhere in any of these laws. Here are some voting registrations check, uh, restrictions. Check it out. Absentee ballot short return deadlines. Okay, that's one. Absentee ballot short return deadlines. Complicated absentee ballot requirements. Uh, Strict voter photo ID laws, ex-felon disenfranchisement laws, not placing polling places on college, university, and campuses, um, requiring payment of fines or fees as condition of vote restoration, voter intimidation, impersonating law enforcement personnel or immigration officers. I mean, there's so much in these laws that have come out to stop us from voting. You know,
6: um, it's, that's always been a ploy Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. right because the right is in the minority and they've done everything in their power to to remain a power block, even though they are minority. I'll give you an example. The electoral college vote is simply because they are the minority and by being the minority, they can still have the same vote as the majority. That's why we still have the electoral college vote. That's why they won't get rid of it. To take, uh, to make it a fine hinders the poor. If you don't have this, then it's a fine. Well, who then? Now they know they're dealing with people's money. If you don't put polling places on campuses, now you restrict these young voters with the ability to vote and get off campus and be able to vote. Everything is done. To stop a specific group of people. Now, the specific group of people that they're talking about are us, blacks, and people of color. This is all designed for you. But what they do not know is, they are also affecting their low-end voter block, which them rural county ass people and them and them and them and them damn hillbillies that you count on and everything. They fit into this equation, too, which you have to be very, very keenly aware of. But they know it affects the masses even more.
8: Coming up, it is our last break of the day on this Tuesday. And, of course, at 49 minutes after, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless
7: leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
8: All right, guys. Here we are. Tuesday, last break of the day. Hopefully, we got you started. Well on your way to work, or your home office, or still in bed. Whatever you're doing today. I think, I think the
4: office is done.
5: But hopefully, mm-hmm. the
8: companies can still say, stay in business, yeah. so people yeah. can
5: work yeah. just a yeah. different yeah. way. That's yeah, that's important. Yeah.
8: And before we go, we do want to remind people that it is National Voter Registration Day. And for more information, please go to When We All Vote. .org, when we yeah.
6: all vote.org. Please. All right. it. Hey, uh, in closing today, I want to remind uh, everybody of something that if you aspire to be successful, if you aspire to want more things out of life, if you aspire to be great, if you aspire to have just anything above normal, I just want to remind you of the effort that it's going to take. I want to let you all know that becoming successful, if it were easy, you've heard this a thousand times. If it were easy, everybody would be successful. You've all heard that. Well, the reason is twofold. The reason the average person is not successful is because of faith and because of effort. You need the two as a combination in order to be successful. One without the other is not the formula. The formula is faith and effort in order to become successful. And listen, success is within all of us. It's just, are you willing to do the things as necessary? Ask yourself this. Look, this is time to take real inventory and to ask yourself some serious questions about how bad you want something. See, stop saying you want it, but then you ain't willing to do what it takes to get it. Stop. And one of the biggest things that stops us from getting what we want is all we do is talk about what other people have, what other people do, what other people got, what other people want. Stop. You're wasting your time. This is not the way to become successful. Successful people are not sitting around talking about other people. That's not how it works. In order to become successful, guys, I am telling you, it requires a maximum effort. I don't care what nobody done told you. There ain't no book called Easy Way to the Top. Three Easy Steps to Be Successful. Success is easiest, one, two, three. ABC, the ABCs of success. Okay, well, you can write the book if you want to. Listen to me. In order to be successful, you have to have a combination of two things. That's faith and effort. And in order to be successful, y'all, it's going to take a maximum effort. I'm sorry. If you are where you are, all you have to do is look at those two things in your life and how they play out. If you're not where you want to be, but you are further than where you were. See, hold. Oh, let me let me share this with you. Success ain't how far you've come. Success is how far you've come from where you started. See, you get confused that you're looking at if, if you're judging success on how far you are, how far you are, because you can always look around and find somebody more successful than you. Somebody got more cars than you. Somebody got a bigger house. Somebody got more money. That ain't it for you. Stop looking at these other people. I'm telling you, man it's going to put the wrong color view you're going to have of your life, and you'll start looking at yourself as not successful. Successful ain't how far you've come. It's how far you've come from where you started. A lot of us are far better off than we used to be, but we won't give ourselves no credit for that. You have to maximize your effort. If you don't like where you are, simply look at your effort and your faith. You ain't got to look around. It ain't my fault. It ain't your job's fault. It ain't they fault. It ain't your mama for not supporting you. It ain't your daddy for not being there. It's about your faith and your effort. You know how many people have made it have never seen their father? Do you know how many people have made it who come from tarnished backgrounds, who were really poor, whose mother was on drugs? Do you know how many people have become successful out of foster care programs? I'm sorry, man. But you can create any excuse you want. Well, Steve, what about this? You ain't the first. Well, Steve, this is what happened to me. And we're not talking about what happened to you. We're talking about what you're going to do about what has happened to you. Life is 10% what's happened to you. It's 90% what you do about what has happened to you. Listen to me. Put forth a maximum effort. This is something I created and I saw it on a quote on my page the other day and I forgot I said this. But I spend all my time building my dreams so when I get some time, I can live my dreams. I spend all of my time building my dreams so when I get some time, I can live my dreams. So you can miss me with all these conversations y'all be having about Steve. He working it. He said he prefer wealth over health. Now, I never said that. But I do know the effort that's required to be successful. And I'm telling you, it ain't no shortcut to the top. You got to get busy with it. You got to want something and you got to put the effort into getting it. It's effort and faith. Stop listening to people who are not successful tell you how to be successful. If you look at anybody that's successful, they're gonna tell you the same thing. It takes a maximum effort and you got to have a lot of faith. Faith is a belief in things that you cannot see. You got to have that, man, because it's gonna be so many days you ain't gonna see how you gonna make it. But you gotta keep that faith and that relationship with God wide open. And you got to put forth a maximum effort. If you ain't gonna do that, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I don't know what else to tell you. Uncle Steve just trying to tell you the truth. If you don't want to hear the truth, go on, try it your way. Write a book. Let me know how it work out for you. Y'all have a great day. Put forth a maximum effort and keep your faith in God. That's a fact. See you tomorrow. I know you are. Know. you tomorrow.
11: Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
1: Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being.